Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Stephen Jarvis Reviews podcast. Last week, I did a podcast or review of the 1960s Minnesota Vikings. Now, today, I will be giving you two episodes. I'll be splitting it up. This one is about the 1970 Vikings, and the next one I do is about the 1980 Vikings. So, the decade of the 70s for the Minnesota Vikings, for better or worse, is the year we went to our last three Super Bowls in our history. We would lose all four of them. But 1970 starts out very, very different. In the offseason, we lose Joe Cap due to a contract dispute, him not wanting to sign, you know the typical player contract of the NFLs. So he leaves. He later gets traded to the Boston Patriots and is out of football after that season. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings with uh, three quarterbacks, Gary Quazzo, Bobby Lee, and I want to say Norm Sneed was the last one. Lead. uh, (laughs) Our offense is kind of in tathers by this point. And our defense leads us to a 12 and 2 record in the central division and we're in first place. We later lose in the divisional round to the 49ers. We all know what happens. Dallas Cowboys beat the 49ers and then we have the blunder bowl known as Super Bowl 5, which is pretty much Dallas versus the Baltimore Colts and we find out that neither team is ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, Baltimore ends up winning it. And 1971, you know, we go 11-3. and three, First in a, the Central Division, uh, Carl Eller wins uh, Defensive Player of the Year. And Alan Page wins the first ever to win a Defensive Player to win the uh, MVP award that year. Again, they end up losing in the divisional round to the Dallas Cowboys. 1972 is a big change for the Minnesota Vikings because one, they get Fran Tarkington back from the Minnesota Vikings, or from, (laughs) yeah, from the Minnesota Vikings. Sorry about that. The New York Giants. They end up trading a few picks and I think Norm Sneed to the Giants to get Fran Tarkington back. 1972, every newspaper's like, well, you know, one newspaper columnist says, well, you know, the thing about Fran Tarkington is he's not going to win any Super Bowls or championships or anything like that. He'll go seven and seven or he'll be 500 with the records. And it's funny because they do finish 500. They finish at seven and seven. And they are third in the Central Division of the NFC. 1973. After finding out that they couldn't best the 72 Dolphins in the regular season, which is another good, cool thing, the 72 Dolphins end up becoming the only team to go undefeated in the NFL. Uh, 1973, as I said, major major changes to the offense we get chuck foreman chuck foreman ends up becoming the rookie of the year that year alan page ends up winning defensive player of the year 
Um, we're first in the Central Division with a record of 12 and 2. We beat the Redskins in the divisional round. In the conference championship, we beat Dallas. And then we lose to the Dolphins in Super Bowl VIII by a score of 24 to 7. Um, <laughs> Super Bowl VIII is really Fran Tarkenton's first ever Super Bowl. So, you know, I'm sure everyone was like, oh, we're going to lose. But Fran Tarkington is the one to scramble to get us the, <laughs> our only points of the game. We were pretty much out of the game by even before halftime. Um, Miami with the great running attack runs it down our throats. Defense cannot get anything going that day. We go into 1974. 1974, we finish 10 and 4, first in the Central Division again. In the divisional playoffs, we beat the Cardinals. In the conference, we beat the Rams 14 to 10. We lose to Pittsburgh in Super Bowl Nine. Super Bowl Nine was the first uh, Super Bowl for Pittsburgh and was our third visit to the Super Bowl overall. Um, it was the mighty matchup between the Vikings defense and the Pittsburgh defense, which is kind of funny because, you know, they weren't on the field at the same time. So it's kind of like, how is it a matchup? Um, the Purple People Eaters and the Steel Curtain end up pretty much holding the opposing offense until Fran Tarkington trying to uh, toss it out to a running back. The running back bobbles it and it fumbles. It bounces into the end zone while Fran Tarkington leaps on it to make sure that, you know, there's no safety while he gets touched in the end zone by Dwight White and... At halftime, the score is Pittsburgh 2, Minnesota 0. Pittsburgh comes out. They automatically get a score. And that brings it to 9 to nothing. Well, Minnesota blocks a punt. They get, they get recover it in the end zone. And we get 6 points. We miss the field goal, or the extra point. So it's now 9 to 6, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh goes on a long drive. Terry Bradshaw, who at the t- that point was considered a bust, he leads them down there. They score 16-6. to Fran Tarkington ends up not really doing much then. Um, throws a couple interceptions. Steelers run out the clock. 1975. <laughs> 1975. If you're a Vikings fan, you know what 1975 means to us. Um, it, it was considered the year of the greatest Vikings team ever, which you can believe it if you want to or not. Um, Fran Tarkington is awarded the MVP and also the Offensive Player of the Year. Um, we finished with a 12 and two record first again the division central division. We end up losing to the Dallas Cowboys in the divisional playoffs. They would later go play the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Super Bowl, which Super Bowl 10 is um, probably the one that puts it on the map in terms of entertainment of a Super Bowl. Um, 
But anyway, the Minnesota Vikings in that game lose 17 to 14 on a Hail Mary in the fourth quarter by Roger Staubach. And another note, after this game, Fran Tarkington finds out his father, Dallas Tarkington, has passed away. Supposedly he had a heart attack during the game, but if you read his book, Fran Tarkington's book, it says it's after the game he had a heart attack. Um, so us Vikings fans were kind of bummed then. 1976, we finished with 11-2-1 record. Uh, first again, the Central. Chuck Foreman is uh, an offensive player of the year. Um, Sammy White is rookie of the year, and he's also the offensive rookie of the year. He is a wide receiver for us in 1976. 1976, we enter the playoffs in the divisional round. We beat the Redskins 35 to 20 in the conference championship against the Rams. We beat them 24 to 13. We end up losing to the Raiders and Ken Stabler's Raiders, John Mann's Raiders as well. In Super Bowl eleven, we lose thirty-two to fourteen. That game, I say, could either have gone either way. I honestly, truly believe, had we not fumbled on the goal line, and had we scored, I think we would have had a chance to at least make it a a good game. But we fumble. Raiders take over, and they just annihilate us. They went third, 32 to 14. Uh, 1977, the Purple People Eaters are kind of running down a bit. Um, we finish first in the Central Division again with a 9 and 5 record. We end up beating the Rams, but we lose to the Cowboys in the conference championship. 1978 is. A bittersweet moment for the Vikings. Fran Tarkington later retires. Um, Tommy Kramer is pretty much our new quarterback for the future as he is the rookie that year. Um, we finish 8-7-1, which was first in the Central Division. We lose to the Rams, who would later lose to... the Cowboys and then the Cowboys would lose to Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh's third Super Bowl title. Mod Rashad wins a Pro Bowl MVP. 1979 we finish seven and nine. Um good enough for third in the Central Division. And you know, Tommy Kramer did what he could do that year. Um Jim Marshall would retire in, I think it was in 79 or 80, he was 40-something years old at that time and is considered the NFL Iron Man. Um, you know, a lot of the Purple People Eaters are no more anymore after the, the 70s. Come back for the 1980s Minnesota Vikings, and we'll see if they can actually win a Super Bowl. As a Vikings fan, let's be honest, we already know that answer. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. I will be also at, at um, doing another one as soon as I'm done with this one about the 1980 Minnesota Vikings for you. I, I'm sorry that it's been it's been a couple 
of bad days for me. Um, just with my anxiety and depression. So, sorry guys. I promise I will do better with my schedule. Um, if I miss a day, I will end up doing two episodes. And I hope you guys forgive me. Thank you.